Yes, us. Welcome to the Kefi Life Podcast. My name is Kiki Vale, and I'll be your guide to creating a life of Ola Kala, all is well. Together, we'll get back to the basics, and we'll explore fresh new ways to flourish in mind, body, and soul the Greek way. You can look forward to interviews, stories, essential self-care strategies, recipes, and actionable takeaway Ola Kala moments. This is going to be so much fun. Let's get going. Bam it. Alexi, for today is yortazo, yortazo, or celebrate. As a Greek American, I grew up celebrating a lot in my household. Yortazo, or I celebrate, or yorti, celebration or feast, is an integral part of Greek life. A beloved yorti is when we Hellenes celebrate our name, which is traditionally given to us at birth in honor of a grandparent who has the name of a saint. The celebration is packed with meaning to carry on legacy and an example of a model life in accordance with the person who lived and by practice virtue became a saint. Chronia pola or many years to he or she or you who celebrates something very special today. Eleolado, olive oil, has been celebrated in the civilized world for millennia nearly eternal. The oil of this fruit has been more than just food to the cultures of the Mediterranean region. It's been medicinal, ceremonial, sacramental, and the foundation of great wealth and power. It is safe to say that olive oil is the ethos, the essence of Greek culinary culture. Today, the priceless and life-giving ingredients of this liquid gold can be delivered to you when you purchase your premium bottle of Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil from the region my parents were born, the Peloponnese. The coveted Koroniki olive is extensively cultivated here in the southern part of Greece, which offers the unique microclimate needed to grow a fruit netting the utmost nutrient value for extra virgin olive oil. Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil, a boundless amount of value, high in antioxidants with anti-inflammatory properties linked to good mood and improved mental health. Get your bottle of wellness today when you visit kefilife.shop. Today, we celebrate with America's most lovable and favorite grandma, Barb Costello of Brunch with Babs, TikTok, and Instagram fame. You're going to learn all about the art of family, food, and traditions during this exclusive interview with Babs. Babs, welcome back to the Kefi Life podcast. I'm so happy you're here. Oh, Kiki, it's so great to talk to you again. This is terrific. You have so many great ideas. Uh, I love, we, we talked in the previous episode about food and how it's such a way to connect family and friends and um, make traditions and all of that. Um, you mentioned that special recipes are a way to really connect with family and friends. Let's talk about that a little bit because you, you're an expert kind of in that area. You know, um, having been raised in an Italian Lebanese family, food was sacrosanct. Food was everything, right? And so uh, the way you you showed people that you loved them is through feeding them, is through preparation and presentation of foods. So having come from that background, it's, you know, it's so universal, right? Everybody has to eat. Right, <laughs> Lord that's knows. right. That's right. Uh, yeah. But, you know, the the loving way that uh, that you handle food. Food is so precious. And 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 it's just showing all the very precious people in your life, your family, your friends that the most basic way you show that love, at least in my family was feeding them, you know? So there is this human connection, right? It's all about uh, uh, in my book, family, friends, and that human connection. I could not agree with you more. And you have captured everything that you just said in an amazing cookbook, 
Uh, and that's why I'm so excited to talk about it because people can get this book and kind of uh, mirror the success that you've had with family and food and, and friends. The cookbook is available on Amazon. It's called Celebrate with Babs. And what I love about this book is that it's not just a book of recipes. It also has great hosting tips and things that you can do to prepare your house. Earlier, you talked about presentation, uh, fun festive towels in the bathroom. Um, tell us a little bit about what went into creating this terrific cookbook. So I, I don't know if you know, obviously you don't know the story, so I'm going to share it with you. So um, uh, I only, I had, I was online, something I was never on before. And lo and behold, a publishing company reached out to me uh, via email and asked if I would write a book and they would like to publish it. And I basically thought they meant a an autobiography. So my initial <laughs> response was, thank you so much. That's so kind of you, but my life is not that interesting. So I'll, I'll take a pass. So I literally, I literally said no. And then my daughter, who Al was on email with me for everything, she said, mom, they don't mean an autobiography. They mean a cookbook. I'm like, well, I don't know. Uh, what am I going to write with a cookbook? <laughs> so then we went back. The, the publishers wouldn't take no for an answer. And then I thought, well, if it's going to be a cookbook, it's going to be different. It's not going to be just a series of appetizers, salads, entre you know, that kind of thing. It's going to be centered on celebrations because, you know, we were coming off a time where nobody could celebrate. Right. Right. Everyone was kind of uh, by themselves. So I thought, you know what? It's long past due. We need to start celebrating again. So that's why the book is arranged uh, uh, on holidays, holiday celebrations, which is like if you have a even like a, a big extended family. When do you gather? You gather for holidays. Right. So uh, so I start with New Year's Day. I end with Christmas Day and everything in between between all the holidays that my family has celebrated throughout the years, including like um, Oktoberfest and Halloween and you know, everything in the middle, you know. I, I noticed that. And that's a brilliant idea. Um, the, you know, Fourth of July and like you say, yes. Halloween. And you've got like appetizers, like on this one page, you're talking about soft pretzels and pickled carrots and daikon. And it's, it's just <laughs> so much fun. But what's really special, and I don't want to say it, I want you to say it. Like when you go to a page, let's say somebody picks up this book, Celebrate with Bab. Yeah. Holiday recipes and family traditions. Lay out a page for me. I, I I see it in front of me, but until our followers will pick up this book, tell me how you've laid out each page because it's so helpful and interesting. So okay, uh, let's take. I'm on summer right now. I just opened it up, right? Yeah. So in, instead of doing like Memorial Day, uh, uh, Fourth of July, Labor, I did summer holidays. I we we kind of you know include it all, and basically I talk about memories of of summers uh uh raising my own family okay what summer meant to us so there's an introduction to every holiday and um and then uh there's also uh after my introduction i talk about our traditions this is before the recipes start right there is a traditions to make your own so i always give you three ideas that you can start anytime to to establish your own family traditions because tradition is the glue that holds our families together it makes us kind of a member of a tribe you know this is how we do it in our family kind of thing you're connected it's as i said that glue so maybe you were raised maybe you didn't have a lot of family traditions but you could start them and those are the ideas that i give you and you know what they say it only takes two years to establish 
a tradition. So in a couple of years, guess what? Your family has their own traditions. They might be these, they might be, they're going to be unique to you. So then after that, you've got the table of contents, what you're going to find in that chapter, all the recipes. The summer chapter is a long one. I think there's probably almost 10 recipes in there. And then uh, all the recipes are then uh, listed and every recipe has a story behind it. Where I first had this, wh- why I love this dish, what, you know, and then not only that, there's uh, there's tips to make it, there's a Bab says, and, uh, and also make it ahead ideas too, because nobody wants to be stuck in the kitchen when you're having a party. It's such a comprehensive book and really I love the title Celebrate with Babs. And um, there's always a story behind every success and that kind of like, those little stories about your recipes with grandma and your tips and all that make it very worthwhile picking this book up. And let me tell you, my friend, you know how to throw a party or take a party thing to the next level. I recently saw you hosted a party for the Oscars. <laughs> that was so fun. And you and you had an Oscars award out of a Ken doll. How oh, did, I know. That is such a creative idea. You know, um, again, if you're going to throw an Oscar party, don't you have to have like Oscars? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where yeah. like... Oh my gosh! Well, Ken looks a lot like Oscar, so uh, so a little Mod Podge and uh, glitter, and you know what? You you hot glue them to a little black pedestal. Guess what? You have an, you have your own Academy Award like you know ceremony right there. Uh, it was fun. I had a great time with uh, Robin and Michael. Uh, you know they make you feel right at home, and you know, and I think even the idea like having a theme foods right like in um, in my Oktoberfest chapter, it's all about German food. You know the marinated bratwurst and beer, and uh, and the German cheesecake from my friend Sandy, who I've known since I've been fourteen, and her grandma was from Germany and showed us how to make this fabulous cheesecake, whatever. Your food should be themed. So for the Oscars, you know, we had the fried pickles for Elvis. We could have done the peanut butter, banana and bacon sandwiches, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, oh. and oh, and my gosh, those um, uh, Gatorade, blue Gatorade ice cream and ice for for the uh, for Avatar. Yeah, those were delicious drinks, and you could put vodka in them if to make them a little, you know, adult. So much fun, so much fun, and part of celebrating is having a good time and uh, making the themes fun. I bet you enjoyed the TV appearances you did on Good Morning America and the Drew Barrymore Show, and you've you've been doing the circuit lately. Are you enjoying that? You know, I again, um, I never thought I would be doing this. You know, uh, you talk about like second act, right? Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yes. Um, a, a Drew Barrymore uh, couldn't have been kinder to me. She is such a warm, loving, kind person. And she was the first one who invited me on her show where I actually did make the breast overnight breakfast casserole with her. Oh. And that was that was great. Uh, and then I, I was invited on another time where we did a frittata like for Mother's Day. And, and that was terrific. Um, yes, but I have been uh, today's show. Good morning, America. It's been a real experience for me. You know, even though I'm an older, I'm a senior, right? Uh, but I'm you don't look trying- like it. You do not look <laughs> like it at all. You know, it's the it's the olive oil, Kiki. That's I right. I want you to know that. <laughs> Kippy Life olive oil, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but you're a doll. Thank you. But it's it has been, you know, just like um, you, I'm here. I always said, if you're still here, you still have work to do. So you're, you're still learning. Do you know what I'm saying? I love that. If you're still here, there's still work to do. And that is so inspiring. And you are doing it in such a way that inspires others. I love the idea, um, by the way, 
of sharing recipes and um, that you're connected and we're connected to memories. And I think that we can all relate to that. I can, like when I make a certain recipe in Greek, I would say fakes, which is Greek lentil soup. I always think of my mom and dad because they love to make that in the winter. Um, what yeah. is your favorite recipe that you like to make? You know, I be, being an Italian, even though I do have this marinara sauce in the book, okay? Yeah. And it is fabulous. My mother uh, uh, was a fabulous cook, even though they didn't use any recipes. I mean, literally. Right. Uh, her recipes that she had were more for her... Uh, her baked goods, you know, her cookies, her cakes, that kind of thing. But for our everyday dishes, uh, there were no recipes. My mother just did it by sight, taste, my grandmother the same way. But I have to say, uh, my Italian spaghetti sauce, but I didn't put the one that takes me two days to make in the cookbook. <laughs> That's going to be in the next cookbook. <laughs> and it is literally a spaghetti sauce to die for. Mm. And uh, I, when I make it, I make about eight to 10 quarts and then just pop it in the pantry and it's good to go. That's in the next book. Ah, we can't wait. When you eat pasta, do you put a protein with it ever or do you have a glass of red vino? How do you like to serve your pasta? You know, I like pasta anyway. I would eat, pasta is such a comfort food to me. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't have to have spaghetti and meatballs. I could have spaghetti, I could have pasta and peas, you know? <laughs> I don't have to, it doesn't have to be a meat all the time, uh, honestly. Sometimes it's a side dish with yeah. a chicken. In oh. fact, in my grand, at my grandparents, uh, we would never have pasta as the main course. It oh. would be, it would be, first you have the antipasto. Then you have the pasta. Then you've got the meat and potatoes, and then you have the biscotti. Really? Yeah. Pasta would not necessarily be your main course. Not in my. Not with my. You know what? Because I think they went through the depression. Yeah. Where where you had nothing to eat. Right. Now it was like, oh, we you know, thank the good Lord, we've got like food in abundance. So the pasta always came before the the meat and the potatoes. And you know, you just mentioned something, I gotta I mentioned this on a sidebar here, is that um, our parents, my parents, same thing, did not have the money and they had to eat what they could afford. So it was either pasta or potatoes or some salad or lettuce or something like that. And that's what I love about the older generation. I have so much respect for their perseverance and their tenacity and their will to just make it work for their families. I really, I'm glad you kind of brought that up. It reminded me of how much we should appreciate our um, our forefathers and the people before us. Amen. Yes. You know, seriously, seriously. Well, that is just so exciting. I learned something new. And when we were in Italy, uh, we had some delicious pasta. It was out of this world. Have you been to Italy? A few times. Yes, yeah, I have. It's I, been, what an experience, yeah. right? Beautiful, 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 beautiful. The food is just so delicious. Easter's coming up. What is your go-to recipe for Easter? So obviously my grandmother's Easter bread is in that chapter and it's not hard to make. It looks like, oh my gosh, I can never do that. Yes, you can. It's very easy. <laughs> and also being a Middle Eastern Italian, I have to have lamb on Easter. It's just so traditional. I mean, I just, and I have a great recipe in the book, marinated uh, uh, a leg of lamb, uh, which is to die for. And, uh, but, you know, we do have our my husband Irish like I so I also make a baked ham so there's a uh, uh, wonderful 
a salad in that recipe, a, actually a strawberry salad. Uh, it's a, a lettuce, but with a strawberries, with a with a fruit. And because, you know, spring and color and, and all of a sudden it's like the earth is awakening. Your foods are colorful. They're beautiful on the table and they're even more beautiful to eat. So there and also a carrot cake. And I um, I actually make that carrot cake. My have a, my mother's old uh, carrot cake, uh, lamb mold. And so she used to make a pound cake in that, you know, in shape like a lamb for Easter. And I, in the book, I have a carrot cake, just a, a, a three layer, just regular cake. But in, um, I have made that cake as well in a lamb mold for Easter. It's really true. There is a love language and a love connection with food. You're making this so fun. Your cookbook, Celebrate with Babs. We're talking to Babs of Brunch with Babs. Uh, you can find her on TikTok and Instagram. She's got millions of followers and she's been on TV and she's just uh, a really sweet person who is sharing her fabulous ideas about hospitality and traditions and family and food with us today. Um, your cookbook even, ha- oh, I wanted to say, I kind of jumped ahead, is that your cookbook is colorful. It kind of follows that theme of celebration. I see every color in here, red, pink, yellow, green, the colors of the earth, brown. The, it, it's just, it's a very vibrant, beautiful book. I, I Congratulations. Thank yeah. Thank you. That's very sweet of you. Yes. Congratulations. Your cookbook also has great recipes for drinks and cocktails. Do you have a fave? Do you have a fave? <laughs> my, my fave is, um, I'm a Prosecco girl. Uh, yes. so I, I love my Prosecco. Yeah. And uh, so that's, a, it's brunch, right? Brunch with Babs. Yeah. So what's my favorite drink uh, would be like a mimoso. But like in uh, the chapter on Mother's Day, we take a mimosa and we add, I added um, this St. Germain, uh, you know, the elderflower liqueur. So you put a little bit of St. Germain in that with um, the uh, the orange juice and then top it with a lot of very cold Prosecco and it gives a new twist on that on your brunch drink. So that's fabulous. For, I think it was Valentine's Day. Um, in the Valentine's Day chapter, uh, I've made like a little strawberry puree with fresh strawberries and a little sugar. And you put just a little bit of that in a, in a champagne flute or, a, you know, a, a your glass and then top it with the Prosecco. And it's that beautiful red color. It adds a bit of sweetness uh, to your Prosecco and it's a wonderful, refreshing drink. So uh, we've got a few of those. And uh, oh, there's actually a champagne punch for Easter. Because when you're having a crowd, you want to have like the drinks available. And this punch is basically just, uh, again, you could use Prosecco. You need a sparkling wine for it. So champagne, Prosecco, a little bit of apricot brandy and club soda refreshing, delicious, and ready to go uh, when your family and friends are there. So much fun. So much fun. And in Greek, we say yamas or to our health. Uh, Some people say salut. In your house, do you have something that you say cheers or? Uh, We say chin chin, like a hundred years, you know, chin chin, like it's toast, you know? And uh, so we, and we all have to click, even like the kids, like our two-year-old grandkids, you know, they have to, like, you have to go around. Everybody's got to click before you drink. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. It's been so much fun. This has gone way too fast. We've been enjoying this conversation with Barb Costello of Brunch with Babs. Pick up her book, Celebrate with Babs. You can get it on Amazon anywhere. And it's um, lovingly uh, dedicated to women and mothers. And in our final moment, we just have one more moment. Is there anything special you'd like to share with us that you learned from your mother that you just are so thankful for that, uh, you know, you're here because of her. <laughs> yeah, my mother, my grandmother. Yes, I would say the importance of family that, you know, 
no matter like uh, just the the importance of keeping family close and 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 also the art of celebration and food came definitely from my mom and my grandmother. Well, thank goodness for them and thank goodness for you. And I wish you a fabulous holiday, a fabulous summer, and I can't wait to see you again. <laughs> Same here, Kiki. You're you're delightful. Thank, so fun. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Stay right there. Up next, your weekly takeaway to keep it all as well. Hola, cala. This hola, cala moment brought to you by the law offices of Liston and Centillus. Ranked number one by the Leading Lawyers Network since 2010, taking care of all your real estate needs. From my experience, what makes a meal special is the love shared via food, the people, the table setting, and of course, the conversation. So much nourishment and life during a meal. For this reason, anytime my family sits down to eat, it's fondly referred to as a gathering at the agape table or the table of love. One person who does this table of love better than anyone I know is my cubara Eleni. Eleni is a master at setting the agape table. Why? Because the preparation done is always and forevermore in the name of love for her guests. The food is traditional, fresh, home-cooked, not to mention absolutely delicious. The table setting, fine china, flowers, candles, wine, a four-course meal. Anytime I sit down to Eleni's table, I feel like I'm experiencing a memory for the ages. Olekala and all is well when you prepare and enjoy at least one beautiful meal a week to create your own personal memories at your agape table. Kiki Vale is the founder of Kefi Life. She is passionate about whole person wellness and living a fulfilled life. Her Kefi Life podcast is created to simply and naturally help you harmonize the mind, body, and soul the Greek way. Visit KefiLife.com, at KefiLife365 on Instagram, and check out Kiki Vale on LinkedIn and on Twitter. Join us again next time for more positive energy and inspiration on Kefi Life.